I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Aron. The Bulgasari is a creature from Korean folklore and mythology. It is born from blood dropped on a grain of rice. It eats metal to grow to gargantuan sizes. It smashes armies in the name of the poor and the defenseless, and it overthrows kings. But its hunger for metal can never be satiated, and it must eventually be destroyed. The Bulgasari is a cool monster, but what makes it really interesting are the two movies that have been made about it. The first was in 1962, and simply titled Bulgasari. It was the first kaiju movie made in South Korea, and by all accounts, it wasn't very good. But perhaps we'll never know. No copy survives today, having all presumably been destroyed in the Korean War. The second movie has an even wilder story. The name is usually written as Pulgasari, with a P. Made in 1985 in North Korea, yes, that one, it tells the same story as the earlier movie, but with much better effects and production thanks to its director, kidnapped South Korean filmmaker Chin Sang-ok. Kim Jong-il wanted his own monster movie real bad, and went to heinous lengths to get one. I'm hoping to do an episode of my other podcast, Matt and Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary, on this movie in the not-too-distant future, so I guess look forward to the full story there. Kyushu, on which Hoenn is based, is the closest of the main Japanese islands to Korea, so naturally, this is where we meet our first monster based on Korean mythology. A little rock and steel type dinosaur, the white colour of rice, Aaron is initially cute and unassuming, albeit rather cool. Its shiny has red eyes, the colour of blood, but in its normal form it has cute blue eyes that don't give any hint of its badass origins. The Pokedex, however, does describe Aaron starting small and eating metal to grow, just like Bulgasari. Pokemon Ruby tells us, This Pokemon has a body of steel. To make its body, Aaron feeds on iron ore that it digs from mountains. Occasionally it causes major trouble by eating bridges and rails. Pokemon Sapphire tells us, Aaron has a body of steel. With one all-out charge, this Pokemon can demolish even a heavy dump truck. The destroyed dump truck then becomes a handy meal for the Pokémon. And Pokémon Emerald tells us, A Pokémon that is clad in steel armor. A new suit of armor is made when it evolves. The old, discarded armor is salvaged as metal for making iron products. The name Aron simply combines armor and iron. So I guess it's Aron? Hmm. The Japanese name is Kokodora. Kodoro is the name of its evolution, and that extra ko at the start just means that this one is a child. Speaking of which, at level 32, Aron evolves into Laron. Laron is a bulky, segmented, iron-armoured dinosaur like an Ankylosaurus. It has a big mouth like a joyful grin, and is decorated with spikes and collars all over the place. The name Laron takes the La from Lamela armor, as worn by historical Korean soldiers, and combines it with iron. The Japanese name, as I mentioned, is Kodora, just meaning large dragon. Pokemon Ruby tells us, Laron tempers its steel body by drinking highly nutritious mineral spring water until it is bloated. This Pokemon makes its nest close to springs of delicious water. Pokemon Sapphire tells us, Laron feeds on iron contained in rocks and water. 
it makes its nest on mountains, where iron ore is buried. As a result, the Pokémon often clashes with humans mining the iron ore. And finally, Pokémon Emerald tells us, When two Laron meet in the wild, they fight for territory by bashing into each other with their steel bodies. The sound of their collision carries for miles. Other than the specific factor of eating metal, Laron lives like a real animal. Its behavior could be that of a deer, a rhino, or one of the armored dinosaurs. However, at level 42, Laron stops acting like a normal animal and starts acting like a strange one, becoming the Kaiju Agron. Agron is a hulking bipedal dinosaur with metal plates that strongly resemble ancient Korean helmets and that classic kaiju body type. In its shiny form, it even changes its white shell to green, very much resembling the Bolsagari of the movies. Pokemon Ruby tells us, Agron claims an entire mountain as its own territory. It mercilessly beats up anything that violates its environment. This Pokemon vigilantly patrols its territory at all times. Pokemon Sapphire tells us, Agron is surprisingly protective of its environment. If its mountain is ravaged by a landslide or a fire, this Pokemon will haul topsoil to the area, plant trees, and beautifully restore its own territory. And finally, Pokemon Emerald tells us, the iron horns grow longer a little at a time. They are used to determine the Agron's age. The gouges in its armor are worn with pride as mementos from battles. The talk of Agron defending its mountain, and even rebuilding it after disasters, is reminiscent of Bulgasari's heroic character in the earlier half of the Korean movie. The name is a combination of aggressive and iron, suiting the monster's temperament. The Japanese name is Boskodora, as this is not just a child dragon or even a big dragon anymore, but the boss dragon. Agron is a bulky monster, but it's typing having two different 4 times weaknesses, and its mediocre special stats meant it never achieved more than niche success competitively, using sturdy and a few powerful recoil moves to do some damage. In the 6th generation, Agron gained a new mega evolution, with a wild boost to its defences, but it still wasn't quite able to light the world on fire, although it did start to see a few more appearances in top tier play. Pokemon Sword tells us, Agron has a horn sharp enough to perforate thick iron sheets. It brings down its opponents by ramming into them horn first. This isn't too far removed from the kind of things we were told about regular Agron, and Mega Agron is also visually just an Agron, but more so. A little bulkier, a little spikier, a little shoulder padsier. Pokemon Shield does give us some new information, telling us, Long ago, there was a king who wore a helmet meant to resemble the head of an Agron. He was trying to channel the Pokémon's strength. Many ancient Korean helmets and pieces of armor do feature depictions of the Bulgasari. Unfortunately, the actual historical creature looks more like a slightly aggressive tapir rather than a two-horned beastly kaiju. I don't know much about Korean history or culture, despite many of my students here in Japan being as obsessed with Korea as I was with Japan at their age. Through Auron, Laron, and Agron, though, I've discovered a little more about Korean folklore and history, and hopefully taken my first steps into a wider world. 
Music for Luke Loves Pokemon was composed by Jonathan Cromey. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. Writing, editing, and producing is all by me, Luke Summerhays, and costs are covered by my lovely supporters on Patreon. If you like this podcast, please rate and review on whatever podcast app you're listening through, and please tell your Pokemon-loving friends. The podcast can be found on Twitter and Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN, so please get in touch. The next two monsters are Meditite and Electrike, so hit me up with your thoughts about those or any other monsters. Lastly, as I mentioned, this podcast is supported by Patreon. If you want to listen to episodes early and help keep the show hosted online, visit patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. And if you have an idea for something I could offer that would make you interested in signing up, Twitch streams, Q&As, videos, or content on wider topics, please let me know. And even if you don't feel like doing any of that, thank you so much just for listening. I love Aaron, and remember, I love you too. No, it still feels weird. I want to call him Aaron, even though that just sounds like a person's name. Hi Aaron, how's it going?